Hey everybody, it's Jordan Stoltz back with another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. This is episode 408 of the podcast. Welcome to today's show. Today I'm going to be talking about getting the most out of every exercise. I'll give an example today about how you can think of a point system for exercise and how each exercise has a certain amount of points that you can score um, in my in in my eyes and. The goal with exercise and working out and training for anything is going to be to accumulate the most amount of points possible, aka getting the most out of every exercise. So you use your time wisely, you're more efficient, but also you're getting the most progress gains possible. Today's episode um, is brought to you by you guys because you guys support the podcast in a lot of different ways. You visit the YouTube channel, which is more of my daily life kind of stuff, Jordan Stoltz, and then you visit my Instagram, Stoltz Jordan on Instagram, and you download this podcast, review it, share it with your friends and family. You're the only sponsor, and I appreciate all of you. Let's get started today's show. It'll be a good one about training and getting the most out of it. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome to another show. And today, I want to introduce a new concept to you guys, the Triple F listeners. This one is about, the point is getting the most out of every exercise. And that's what the show is titled today. And that's what I have been thinking a lot about lately. So you guys know, I've talked about almost every episode, my full body training experiment. This is something that I've been working on, um, kind of behind the scenes, you know, maybe putting together a program for you guys in the future. But uh, for right now, giving it a test run, gave it a full program test run of about three months, liked it so much, I'm doing it again. I'm doing the same type of program with a little bit of exercise variation and rotation, really focusing this time on this, getting the most out of every exercise. You really start to notice the need for this when you do something like a more broad split, like full body training, upper lower, something like that, where you have a lot of different muscles to work in one session. So less volume per muscle group per session, even if it's the same for the week, but that requires you to have a lot of intent on each movement. That was actually one of my pros of full body training when I went over that in another episode a little bit back, because with only three sets of squats in your workout, you're going to really feel the need to perfect those squats and make sure you're actually getting your legs trained if that's your only movement you're doing for the day versus if you were doing five different exercises you might sloppily go through an exercise um, because you know you have more coming up Uh, something else is looming over you now you might not all do that you might have good range of motion good form on everything and then in that case that's good but it has really helped me notice at least in kind of a broad in a broad look at things that it really matters what you get out of each, each exercise. So I was thinking about this the other day. I was driving uh, our tractor on the farm and was thinking about 
exercise, of course, because what farmer doesn't think about exercise? So I was thinking of it um, in terms of points and, you know, each exercise I was thinking maybe has a value of like 100 points. So I was thinking about it that way. If you have a squat and you can get 100 points max for each squat, every set you do, maybe you should mentally score yourself on how many points you actually got out of that. And the goal would be to get as close to 100 as possible. And in my eyes, getting a 100 would be impossible. 100 would be literally everything picture perfect and every variable controlled and ideal. So that's not really the goal to say, yep, 100, check, 100, check. It's more like, you know, you're going to probably hang out in the 50 to, to 90 range. And your goal is to get as many points as possible. And hopefully keep that in the high point range. So if you have three sets of squats, you have 300 points possible. Try to get, you know, an 85, just like you would in school on your paper. Try to get a 90% or better on every single set. Um, that kind of intent will take you a long ways in itself. But then that kind of begs the question, how do you do that? What are the things you can do to score higher? What are the things you can do to get more out of each exercise and movement? So I have a list here, five different things that came to mind the other day as I was driving this tractor. The first one, of course, is form. And I'll include range of motion in here as well. If you have proper form and range of motion, you're going to get a lot more out of the exercise. I remember focusing really hard on mobility to use squats as an example again. And when I focused hard on mobility and spent a lot of time practicing that and making that a, a big part of my fitness program, I found that I could get stronger, develop the legs, and feel a lot better with a lot less weight on a squat um, just through really good range of motion, perfect form, really good stability, and, and knowing what I was training for, right? So the form is very important. Picture perfect form on everything. That's a goal of mine. And um, I've heard it said before to make every exercise like you're demonstrating it to a client if you're a trainer or you make it look like you're going to be going in a textbook or on YouTube every time you do a set. So if you're doing um, one arm dumbbell row is a really good example maybe because it's really easy to just hurt and jerk your body and pull that dumbbell up like you're starting a lawnmower every single rep. And it's easy just to pump them out, get those one arm rows in, what would perfect form one-arm rows look like? What would full range of motion one-arm rows look like? You'd probably be pulling a little bit from front to back a little bit more. You'd probably not be twisting at your lower back at all. There wouldn't be momentum. You'd be driving with your elbow behind you, and you'd be finishing with a nice squeeze in the back on that side with the dumbbell. So several different parts go into this. It's the same for every exercise. How can you make that exercise perfect form? That's a big portion of the scoring. Uh, the next one is your connection to the muscle. Are you feeling what you're working? You're doing a one-arm row. Do you feel it in your forearms because it's such a heavy dumbbell? Do you feel it in your biceps? Or do you feel it in the back? If you're doing a bench press, do you feel it in your shoulders? Do you feel it in your chest? 
Do you feel it in your triceps? Where are you feeling the movement? That connection to muscle is something that anybody, regardless of your fitness goals, can take from the bodybuilding community. Isolating and mind-muscle connection is actually very, very important for growth and improvement and things like mobility, joint health, integrity, things like that, because you are just getting more control over movements in your body whenever you have that connection. So think about it. As you're doing the movement, think about that muscle. Try flexing the muscle before you do a set. So if you're about to do hip thrusts, squeeze your butt for 10 seconds before doing hip thrusts. Um, If you're going to be doing front squats, flex your quads really hard for five or six seconds before you go and do a set of front squats. And then think about that muscle as you're doing it. And eventually... Maybe you, know, maybe you even want to do isolation movements for that muscle group to better feel it in general. So, for example, a lot of people have problems feeling their back in rowing movements and pull downs. That's super common. Heard that all the time as a trainer that they feel it in their biceps, they don't feel it in their back, and there's not a good connection there, mainly because you can't see it. So, if you're doing a cable row or something, that's a good movement. And it's a great hypertrophy movement for your back. You're going to get stronger. Uh, But if you can't connect to your back, you're definitely leaving some points out of 100 on the table. So it might benefit you to do some straight arm pull downs with a cable, maybe dumbbell pullovers, maybe, uh, uh, maybe machines, some machines in your gym like um, hammer strength machines or life fitness machines or something like that where you're more locked into a path, a range of motion, and focus on feeling the muscle on those. Just getting that connection, feeling what that actually feels like will carry over in time to other stuff. The more you do leg extensions, the more you're going to feel your quads on front squats, I found, because you just are connected to that muscle. You know what flexing it's like. You know what a burn in that muscle feels like, and you know how to isolate it from another muscle. So try it on that. The next thing is proper exercise for you, which means do the exercise that you are able to score 100 points out of, right? Um, if you're, you know, like for me, an example I've used on this podcast before of a squats is back squats always feel iffy for me. I always have a goal of getting better on back squats and stronger, so I do them. They don't hurt, but they definitely do not feel as good They don't get as good of a pump on my muscles. They definitely don't progress like front squats do. Front squats feel so much better in a lot of different ways. And although they're a bit harder than back squats, I get a lot more out of them. I see my potential in front squats to be 100 points where I don't even know if I could ever get to a 90 in squats. Even if I have a perfect squat, it's not nearing 100. It's probably nearing 80, 90 of the possible things you could get out of a squat. Other people get a lot more out of squats than me, in my opinion. But I still do them. But if I was really trying to get a muscle group to grow or get the most out of my training, or if I was doing something like full body training where I only had one movement for a body part, I wouldn't do one that I didn't feel that muscle group in very well. That doesn't mean you should do isolating movements. Like if you're doing a full body training and you want your chest movement, that doesn't mean to do cable flies still do compound lifts and things that grow the muscles uh, the most efficiently, but 
do one that feels the best for you. So for me, incline barbell press isn't as good for me as any kind of dumbbell press. As long as I have heavy enough dumbbells available, dumbbell press will always, I'll always get more out of it and I'll always get closer to 100 on those. That's one of my go-tos. So think of things like that. What's the right exercise for you? What can you do full range of motion? What do you have good form in? What do you feel the connection to the muscle in? And that kind of thing. The next one is your volume and intensity need to be managed properly. So to get the most out of training, you can't just hammer yourself all the time. You can't do six exercises of legs every single day, right? You're going to burn out. And then, you know, let's say you do 40 sets of legs in a week, which is way too much. You do your day one, you do 20 sets. By the day two of your legs, maybe a couple days later, you try another 20 set workout and your legs are still sore. They're still fried. You don't have as good a connection to them because you're sore. Your form is off. Your range of motion might be limited. And you definitely, which to give you a hint on the next one, aren't recovered properly. So um, it's really important to manage those things with proper volume for you and proper intensity for that session. Uh, you are going to feel mentally and physically like you can put more into that movement. And just that alone will help you score higher. Uh, the next one is, like I said, recovery. If you're not recovering from your last training session, you aren't going to improve in your next one to the greatest potential. So if I get incredibly sore uh, from my dumbbell presses on Monday and then on Wednesday I'm doing incline barbell press, I won't be able to get the most out of it. And that can look in a couple different ways. It really is weight-based, right? Like I would be able to probably do less weight if I was still sore and tired from the other day where I did that exercise, very similar one. Uh, but it also could look like same thing as volume and intensity. It's very, very closely related. Form, range of motion, mobility, pain, all those things, your connection to your muscle, that can all be negatively affected if you're not recovering properly. So get good sleep, eat enough, um, you know, the volume intensity plays into here too. Don't do too much in your training, do the right amount for you. So you can recover from it. Foam roll, stretch, do whatever you have to do. Don't sit too much, stay active, get the blood flowing. These all make a huge difference. If you think of things in terms of score, all of these things, you can see how they add up. It's like, you don't really see the importance of all of them alone though, right? Maybe you're not interested in bodybuilding. You don't really think a uh, connection to the muscle. That doesn't really matter. Bicep curl is a bicep curl. But if you think of it in terms of scoring and in the, you know, I'm thinking school terms, in the training syllabus, connection to muscle makes up 15 points out of the 100. If you have to score in each category correctly uh, to get to 100, then the connection to the muscle really does matter to get the most out of each exercise. So if you do have a goal like I recommend you have of getting the most out of every movement, it's important to do each of these things. I would say form and range of motion is probably the most important and the other ones follow after that. So pay really close attention to that and I challenge you to do this with me. On your next training cycle, your next, your next mesocycle, your next program, your next workout, think about that as you're doing each exercise. Not just good form, not just good range of motion, not just connecting to the muscle, but getting the most possible points out of each rep that you do even, right? It's, it's, it's scored, and you should be thinking of things like that. You can reflect when you're done with your workout. 
you can try to improve that for your next one, right? Like if I did my three sets of front squats and I scored myself a 70, it's a totally arbitrary number. It's totally subjective, but it's it works, right? I wouldn't give someone else a number and grade other people, but you can grade yourself. If I get a 70 on my front squats out of 100 that I could have gotten, try get an 80 the next week, right? And try to maintain around that. Eventually, you should try where every rep, every exercise, every session, you're scoring, I would say, a B or better, right? For lack of a better example, an 80 to 100. That should be your range that everything is in. Don't ever let yourself dip below that. And if you are doing things so sloppily or you're not recovering properly, you don't have any connection to the muscle, you probably shouldn't be training at all or you shouldn't be doing that movement. It's a good gauge to see if you're getting the most out of training and the most out of each exercise. A good way to think about it, and this is maybe not with full body training or other splits, but you think of something like a bro split, you do legs one time a week. Um, You know, a lot of splits you do legs one time a week. If you train every week, that's only 50, so 50, 52 times in the entire year you get to train that body part. So that helps you think of it as well. Get the most out of every one of those sessions and you'll improve a lot more than the person that gets only half as much out of each session, skips half the sessions, or just doesn't score as high. So something to think about today on your Monday morning or afternoon, whenever this podcast goes up, I don't even know. But thank you for listening regardless. I appreciate all the support tuning in for this episode 408 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'll see you guys in the next one next week. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on On fitness, fitness, food, food, and and freedom. freedom.